Ever tried reading while jogging, cooking, or even juggling flaming torches? Yeah, doesn't end well. But with Audiobooks.com, you can conquer books without the circus act. Dive into over 450,000 titles, including more than 10,000 free ones. Get hooked on a bestseller, find your next obsession, or finally read that classic you've been avoiding since high school. And here's the inside scoop. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial and snag your first three audiobooks on the house. Sign up for your free trial at audiobooks.com slash podcast free today. That's audiobooks.com slash podcast F-R-E-E. Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Welcome to the Mansion on the Hill. This is the home of Terry's serious moments, stories of oddness, of weirdness of nature gone strange. This is season four. We thank you for coming along for the ride. Hope you enjoy it. Hello everybody. This is Terry from Texas. And I have a very personal story to relate this week. It's a story that I've not told since it happened. This story is over 50 years old. My problem is that I don't know if this story was told by a child to keep from getting in trouble or by a child who had something happen to him. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but let me start at the beginning. Back in the 60s, the late 60s, I would say, around this time, we would go to Friday night football games. And I don't believe it was because we had anybody playing. It was just because that's what you did. And back then, our football field was was just off the main campus of the school. Parents and and kids would go sit in the stands and then the kids would get together and go running around and stay pretty much within sight of the parents and or close by the stands. May run down to the end of the football field and watch the game from there for a while. Anyway, a bunch of us kids had gone up toward the high school, which, like I said, was not a very, very distant place. But because of the lights of the football field, because it was all shining the other way, everything was in shadow. Up around the high school area was shadowy, very dark shadowy. And somehow, 
we got to telling each other that there was a face in the window of the high school, as kids would do, you know, scaring each other. I somehow disappeared for a while, and I can't tell if it was because I was out running around with these guys or if something happened because when I finally, I don't know how to put it, came back to myself and my parents were looking for me and they found me, they asked what happened. I said that I had been kidnapped, not like taken away and kept for ransom or anything like that, but I was I was grabbed by someone and they put their hand over my mouth and I said that I had bit the hand and it tasted like cologne and I got away. I was able to get away. You know how long football games take? A little over an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours if if it's a slow game. And I seem to have been gone for quite a bit of that time and it was it was full darkness at this time of year. And none of the guys were around when I came back to myself. It's not that I had an out-of-body experience that I know of, you know, missing time due to alien activity. I just don't know what to think. That's why I've never told this story, because it sounds so far-fetched and a kid trying to cover his own butt not to get in trouble. It may be all of that. But it's still been a mystery in my mind for 50 years how I could literally disappear for a period of time, long enough for my parents to notice it. And it's been a scary thing to think about, so I don't think about it. But this happened, this incident, this situation, I'll call it. It began innocently enough, just a bunch of kids running around playing, saying things to scare each other. My high school, my whole school system, was situated on about a city block, and it was three buildings in a row. You had elementary, you had junior high, and you had high school. And each building was about six steps, and there were concrete steps at the end of the building, about six steps higher than the one prior to it. I don't know if that meant The longer you were in school, the higher your education. I I don't know what the meaning of it is. But we had a a cafeteria. Cafetorium is what they called it because it was a multi-use facility. We had one of those big gyms with a big domed roof. And you go in and the rafters are all crisscrossed and and showing. Played basketball and had P.E. in there. And sometimes we had band band. Um, concerts in there. There were different things held in there. It was also somewhat of a multi-use facility. When I was a kid, there was a stage in there. Then when they built the cafetorium, they took the stage out. There was a space probably 50 feet between the high school building and the gym. And these things were all running parallel, except for the cafetorium, which ran perpendicular to the school buildings. And then at the end of the cafetorium was the the uh, football stands and the stadium. Wasn't really much of a stadium, but hey, that's what we call it. And we would go running up during these games. We would separate from our parents, and we'd go running around together, sometimes get into fights, you know, wrestling around, 
different things. We had a good time while we were there. We were kids. With childhood, you don't have a sense of danger. You have a sense of, I'm going to have fun. And that's what we did. Well, we were playing up around the high school building. Like I said, we were scaring each other, saying we could see a face in the window. And we were we were talking ourselves into seeing a face in the window looking out at us. At least, I think we were talking ourselves into it. At this point, there may have been someone in there. And again, somehow, I got separated from the other guys that were running around together. I have a chunk of missing time because I'm not sure what went on. I've never had another situation like that, except when I was on migraine medication where I had missing time. But this one was just weird enough that I didn't talk about it. I don't know why I didn't talk about it. Was it because I was scared of the situation or and that the guy may come back for me? Was I scared to be found out as a liar and therefore shamed? My report was that I had been caught by this individual, put his hand over my mouth, and I bit him and got away. But that's a few seconds of time for that to happen like that. So where was I for all that time that I was gone that I do not remember the time? Maybe I did have an abduction. Maybe it was of an alien. I don't know. But it did happen. The situation happened. I'll put it that way. I don't know if my parents reported this once I told them what happened. But I know my dad tended to believe me when I was talking about it. Because I remember he was on the phone with someone and he told the story. And he told it exactly like I said it. And it wasn't in one of those, oh yeah, he said this is what happened kind of situations. He was telling it like it was, you know, here's the truth. When kids go missing, people panic. When... When uh, children are abducted, people panic. Back in the 60s, you know, that was a time when kids could go out and play in the streets, or not in the streets, but play in the neighborhoods, you know, go from house to house and have fun. And although we didn't live in town, when there was a reason for us to be in town, that's what we would do. There were some of us kids that would get together and we'd go play and have fun, and then come back to your parents and go home. And all of the times that I was alone in my hometown, I wasn't alone. I had somebody to run around with. We'd ride bicycles around town, whatever. But this night, I can remember feeling so alone. And it's a very weird feeling even now. I wonder if this somehow was one of the catalysts to get me involved and interested in the paranormal. Could it have been a paranormal situation? Yeah, it could have been. Could it have been just a totally abnormal situation? Oh yeah, it definitely was that. But this happened to me. And again, I don't know if it was an actual fact or if it was just a story made up by me to cover myself to keep from getting in trouble. You know, kids can be manipulative of their parents. I just didn't want to be manipulated by my dad with the spanking because, honestly, I can remember 
less than five times that my parents ever spanked me. But this story has stayed in my mind since the mid to late 60s. And it's been a case of wonder for me. And basically it was, I wonder, did it really happen? Or was I just being a kid trying to keep from getting spanked? Whatever it was, I know the situation. We were in a very dark area of the school. Somehow I lost the other guys. And I don't remember anything other than walking up to the stands near the end of the game feeling kind of numb. It was it was a weird situation. Those people that have reported being abducted by aliens, similar similar situation where their feelings are just not what they should be. I was not frightened that I could tell. I was not weirded out except thinking about it years later. But it was still, you know, I don't know what the man's face looked like because I didn't see it. I don't know exactly where I was when this happened. I think I was at the far end of the building, which was really dark because there was no no lights at that end. I didn't have pain or anything after that, so I wasn't hurt. But it was just it's just it's just a very, very odd situation in my life and, and I felt the need to tell it, get it out there. And probably the reason I haven't up till now is the way a lot of people feel when they tell their stories of what happened to them. People will laugh at them. People will call them frauds. People will say, oh, you're lying. You know, I I might agree with you I because I just don't know what happened that night. Believe me, I was not above telling a good story to keep me out of trouble. More often than not, it got me into trouble. So why why tell something that's going to just, you know, really add flame to the fire? I was eight or younger. We were running around the school. We were in the dark area of the school. All the guys disappeared, and I was alone. And then this thing happened. And I must have wandered for a while until I went back to the stands. Apparently, I was not disheveled. Except for, you know, a kid running around at a, at a football game, you know, just kind of overheated and maybe sweating a little bit. My hair sticking up where it shouldn't stick up, but clothes wrinkled from activity. I don't know what to say about this, this story. I don't know what to say about this situation. I don't know what happened. I don't know why it happened. But I wanted to put this story out there. Maybe there's some of you that have had a similar incident. If you do, or if you have, I would like to hear about it. We can talk about it if you'd like to. There there have been times when I thought about this story to myself. And like I said, nobody has heard this story since the 1960s. And I think, did you really think you were going to get in that much trouble? Or sometimes I think, what did he want? I realize that child abductions have happened since there have been families. But it's not something that was well reported in earlier generations, in earlier times. I wonder if I would have made the newspaper had I stayed gone. Like I said, it's been in my head for 50 odd years and I wanted to get it out there and think about maybe if someone else has had a situation like this, maybe it will help them talk about it. 
If it's causing fear in your life, if it's causing disruption, then it may be good to talk about it. I have no answers. I'll leave that one there. I'll just, I just have no answers. But it has been a part of my life for these 50-odd years. And yes, my 50-odd years have been very odd. But the story is true. The only question I have is, which part of it is true? And what makes me question whether or not I was attemptedly abducted, I think about people who report being abducted by UFOs. And and I don't say there was one because I didn't see one. But people who reported being abducted by UFOs talk about a, a, a mental fog that they were in afterwards. And that's rather like me. I'm not claiming abduction by UFOs. I'm not sure what I'm claiming. But I just wanted to tell this story and get it out there because it was a real event. I experienced it and I just wanted to present it to you as an interesting situation. If you want to get in contact with me, you can contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. If you want to look at my Facebook page, you want to join the Facebook page, you want to send me messages via the Facebook page at Terry's Mysterious Moments. Sorry this week's episode is so short. Well, that's the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Be with me next week as we come back with another story or another group of stories for Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to remind you that on Mondays, Aaron Hunter brings you Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, which is listener stories that Aaron tells, mostly ghost stories. On Tuesdays, we have Aaron Frail with Aaron's Horror Show, where he reviews horror movies, different books, uh, things that he's written. Wednesdays, it's me, Terry's Mysterious Moments, with me, Terry from Texas, where we cover just about anything you can think of. We also have video productions on the first Friday of the month from Full Dark Productions, from The Witching Hour, and from Unexplained Cases. Also remember that you can go to your app store, whether you have an Apple or an Android. You can go to your app store, look for the RPA app. It's a black square with a blue eye right in the middle of it. You can't miss it. And you can download that app, install it into the device you listen to the programs on. And that way you will not have to go looking for the programs. They'll be right there. Do that. It'll be a lot easier for you to get to the stories. That's about it. I hope everybody has a good week. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye.